Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 238, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So welcome back everyone. We are midway through week number 48. Jesus has risen, the church is growing, but as we saw yesterday, that does not mean that life is going to be easy for Jesus' followers. Hi everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. So Marvin, how are you doing with your cow fact book? Oh, really good, Dave. Yeah. You want to hear another one? Well, sure. Go for it. Okay, so did you know that we cows have an excellent sense of smell? A cow can smell something up to five miles away. Okay, yeah, that is quite impressive. And we can hear higher and lower sounds than your old human ears can. Okay, wow. Yeah, so it is good to be a cow, huh? Oh yeah, it sure is, Dave. And especially when it's Wednesday. <laughs> okay then, so you want to do it? Oh, I sure do. Jingle, please. Hey. It's Wednesday, everything is okey-doke. Here comes Benjamin, and he's gonna tell us a joke. Hi, everyone. Hi, Benjamin. So, yeah, I heard you guys talking about interesting cow facts. Say, would you like to hear an interesting wolf fact? Oh, yeah, go for it, Benjamin. Okay, check this out. In the 1600s, there were so many wolves in Ireland that its nickname was Wolfland. Wow, good fact, Benjamin. Yeah, I did not know that, Benjamin. But the question is, can you top that with your joke? Oh, you know I can, Dave. So yesterday you guys were talking about Peter and John, right? Yep, that's right. Okay, so get ready to laugh. Here it comes. How would you find out if Peter was a rich fisherman? Uh, I don't know, Benjamin. How would you find out if Peter was a rich fisherman? You would check out his net income. (laughs) No, I don't get that one, Benjamin. Oh, well, I can help, Benjamin. So, Marvin, someone's net income is how much money they make after they've paid their taxes and paid for the other stuff that they needed to. It's kind of how much money they get to keep. Oh, okay. But you see, because Peter is a fisherman who uses a net... Oh, (laughs) Oh, his net income... Oh, I get it now. Oh, 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 good one, Benjamin. Yeah, thanks, Marvin. Hey, it was good to see you guys. Uh, I'll see you next Wednesday. Bye, Benjamin. <laughs> Net income. Okay, Marvin, so let's get to it. Now, like we said before, the Christians in Jerusalem are living together, they're eating together, they're listening to the disciples' teaching, and they're helping each other. So if someone in this new family of believers is in need, then the rest of the believers might give money or might sell some of their stuff to help them out. Oh, wow. Well, that's nice. Yeah, it was. Now, one guy, a man called Joseph, he sold a whole field and he brings all of the money from that sale and he gives it to the disciples to use wherever they need to. Now, that's a big deal. He didn't have to do that. But he shows that following Jesus is more important to him than having fields and being rich. So the disciples give him a new name. They call him Barnabas, which means son of help. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, a good dude, huh? Yep, he was. And well, so it's right after that that we're jumping back into the story. Okay, great. So who's reading for us today? Today, we're back to our ginger jingle guy, Josh. Oh, yeah, great. Hey, Josh. Hey, guys. Today's reading is from Acts chapter 5, verses 1 to 11. A man named Ananias and his wife Sapphira also sold some land. 
He kept part of the money for himself. Sapphira knew he had kept it. He brought the rest of it and put it down at the apostles' feet. Then Peter said, Ananias, why did you let Satan fill your heart? He made you lie to the Holy Spirit. You have kept some of the money you received for the land. Didn't the land belong to you before it was sold? After it was sold, you could have used the money as you wished. What made you think of doing such a thing? You haven't lied just to people. You've also lied to God. When Ananias heard this, he fell down and died. All who heard what had happened were filled with fear. Some young men came and wrapped up his body. They carried him out and buried him. About three hours later, the wife of Ananias came in. She didn't know what had happened. Peter asked her, Tell me, is this the price you and Ananias sold the land for? Yes, she said, that's the price. Peter asked her, How could you agree to test the Spirit of the Lord? Listen, you can hear the steps of the men who buried your husband. They are at the door. They will carry you out also. At that moment, she fell down at Peter's feet and died. Then the young men came in. They saw that Sapphira was dead. So they carried her out and buried her beside her husband. The whole church and all who heard about these things were filled with fear. Thanks, Josh. Okay, hold up, Dave. So these two, Ananias and Sapphira, they they did give some money to the disciples. So, yeah, I mean, that's a good thing, right? But because they didn't give it all, God just kills them both? Gosh, what's going on? Oh, well, here comes the professor. It's Professor Westminster. Professor, so yeah, how come God killed these guys? I mean, was it because they didn't give the disciples every penny they had? And and isn't following Jesus about forgiving people when they sin? Ah, uh, no, Marvin, no, no, that is not what's going on. You see, they didn't have to give anything, not one penny, and that would have been totally fine. Or they could have decided, well, we'll give half the money, and that would have been fine too. But that is not what they were doing. You see, they saw Joseph bringing all the money from his field, and they saw how the disciples and the other Christians honored him. Yeah, he even got the new name. Yeah, and you see, Ananias and Sapphira, they thought, "Mm, mm, we don't want to give all that money, but we do want everyone to like us. We do want to be important. Yeah, so let's pretend like we're doing what Joseph did. They will love us then. Yeah, we'll maybe get new names too. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so it wasn't about how much they brought. It was because they lied. Yeah, just like all the way back with Cain and Abel. God wasn't concerned about the offering, but he was concerned about the heart of the person bringing the offering. And Ananias and Sapphira, their offering wasn't because they loved God at all. It was to trick God's people and by the power in God's church, yeah? Okay, okay, yeah, that makes more sense. 
Yeah, thanks, Professor. And there's no doubt about it, this was a strict punishment for sin. But God is protecting his church. And this church in Jerusalem, that at this moment numbers maybe around 5,000, well, the good news will spread out from there, but this is it. These are the only Christians in the world. They are the only ones who are representing Jesus. They're the ones who will carry the good news from Jerusalem to the ends of the earth. And that, that is so important. God is not going to allow anyone who thinks they can lie and cheat their way into being a leader. He's not going to allow them into a position of influence. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you don't want liars being in charge, huh? Yeah, that's it, Marvin. Boys and girls, sometimes we might get to thinking, eh, church isn't that important. I can read my Bible and pray by myself, right? So why do I need to be part of a church? But the church is really important to God. We're not supposed to be Christians by ourselves. It's a team game. If we become a Christian, we're becoming part of God's family. That family will help us follow God. And God has a job for each of us to be part of that family, helping others to follow God and telling the good news to people who don't know about Jesus. Okay, yeah. So... If we're not part of a church, then, well, we're missing out on people helping us, and we're not doing our part to help others. That's right. We're just not doing our part the way God wants us to. Okay, gotcha. So, boys and girls, in what ways does your church family help you? And what ways can you help your church family? Today, thank God for the people at church who care for you, and ask him to show you what you can do for your church, and ask him to help you do it. Okay, yeah, great, Dave. You know, I like to moo in the church worship team. Yeah, that's great, Marvin. Yep, and there are tons of ways we can serve. Some on Sunday when we're all together like that, but also stuff that nobody will ever see. Like praying for people in your church. Or maybe making a meal for the care team to give out to someone who needs it. We all have different jobs to do. And they're all really important ways of being part of God's family, his team on earth, his church. Okay, great. And, well, Marvin, that is definitely all we have time for today. So let's say goodbye, and we'll be back tomorrow. Okay, great. Yeah, bye, everyone. See you tomorrow. Yeah, bye, everyone. (laughs) Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave Josh.